So now we're live and people watching on the stream will be able to hear us. Hello, everybody. You've had a great week. Uh, we are stalling for a second for Synop to get back where he reads out the rules for the stage. How much have you been? I haven't talked to you in days and then days. I've been good, man. You know, living the life. <laughs> yeah. Enjoying, enjoying the uh, corporate world as, as some of us deal with on five days a week. Yuck, not sure now. Yuck, yuck, yuck. I hate it. But it pays the bills. Yep. <sighs> well, do you want to read off our stage rules and get us started here, Sin? I will go ahead and push out a thing and let people know we're going to get going here in a minute. Where's your wife? I thought she was going to do this. Yeah, we haven't had a chance to get her to help out with it this week. Uh, I know. Uh, we, we're going to rely on you at least one more time. But we know you can do it. All right. Standard operation. Rules of the stage. No ranting. Uh, be respectful of the time constraints and keep your feedback and criticism targeted and succinct. Keep your swearing to a minimum. Better yet, not do it at all. No calling out particular players, alliances, uh, at all. Not even with permission. I don't even want permission. We respect each other's privacy in this program. None of the usual harassment, defamatory, threatening remarks, racism, sexism, bigotry, etc. Other than that, have a good time. Listen in. Interact. Join in. Say hello. How you doing? Say hello. Yeah, we've got a lot going on this last week, huh? You gotta love the uh, the new Battle Pass launches. Yeah. They're always fun. So, I have been on the road a lot this week. I've had a lot of other stuff going on. So I am actually way behind the uh, the eight ball on a lot this week. I'm gonna need you to help fill in some of like what what's going on in this game right now, Welch. You are connected into the greater community, and there is so much going on lately. So, so first off, I got to ask, where are you getting your eight ball at? Because I need one. <laughs> I got a no, guy. I'm just joking. Oh, no, 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 nobody take that serious. Right. Strike it from the record. <laughs> so we had the fortunate pleasure of kicking off the Bajorns in Deep Space Nine this week, um, which has brought on a whole new faction tree. Um, for the people that probably may or may not listen to DJ or Rev, the, the way they're describing it now is the Bajorans are being treated kind of like, uh, the outlaw trees. So it's going to be something that'll be constantly grinding for, um, minus the request from people to cut screen time. They're now adding more screen time to it. Um, but with that being said, it's there's some features that are within there that's uh, pretty good. Um, I sent Dan over the, uh, the faction research tree that they've kind of released out and they've kind of talked through briefly. And we will put that up into the video resources on the Discord. Yeah. Yes. Um, because there are some hints and tips that have been released by other content creators uh, going forward for players. Um, as an overall, I think it could be for the newer players coming forth. It's something good. I think so. Um, 
but even for the older players it kind of gives you more research to do and and things to to come forth and just, i think uh wednesday they had just because DJ's show they had two developers on the show they did and I they talked about i think the way they describe this is this is something that is going to continue to grow so i like it uh i think that it's a good thing we'll talk more about the fact that he had the developers on the show i think that's great uh, the, yes. game the game designers that is um yeah i uh, there is an increase in screen time but there's also once you get going far enough because i was talking to sin about this like what 20 minutes ago like it's like every other loop that you get started where when you first started with the vidar like gosh remember that grind it is a pain it's slow going you don't get a lot out of it immediately but before too long you start getting towards the middle of it and then once you get to the end of it it's like wow that was really rewarding i've got a pretty cool ship now there's a and i think this there's another piece of this coming soon which we'll discuss that will make this whole thing much less screen time but i do like so like you said this is it, a continuation of the outlaw type thing many people will especially with the way the game is now a lot of people will finish out the outlaws stuff about the time they're moving into g4 territory and this is really what picks up where that leaves off yeah plus that as a even even at my level as a 45 mm -hmm. i've enjoyed the new feature that they've introduced to it is you can now do solo armadas mm -hmm. this allows i i think in in the ability for you as a player to read your own logs mm -hmm. on cruise on crewing ships um now given I, I shot myself in the foot when I launched an armada and I still had to wait two more minutes for my ships to get there. But also at the same time of, I can collect my logs on my own armadas and not share the loot. Right. I do like that. Uh, I've I enjoyed it because especially, especially since I don't, I don't spend a lot of time like reading logs and seeing what crews do best and things like that but it you, you get immediate you feedback to start learning that yeah you get immediate feedback did you yes. were you successful or not <laughs> oh yeah Which, especially when you start learning what can i punch up on yeah i uh so, i am one of the players right where i've been intentionally trying to sprint to 43 where i'm at now so that i could get a lot of stuff unlocked and sit here for a long while and it immediately bit me because I've got really weak ships for the level that I'm at. My events expect me to have a G3 uncommon, which I, or a G4 uncommon, which I haven't built yet. And uh, it hurts. So, But my plan was to be here. I'm here now, and I'm going to be here for a long while. And the only way that I'm really going to be able to reduce my screen time is to figure out parts of the game that I can live without and not do them, which I think there are pieces that a lot of people could just do without if you're not really that concerned about them. Um and get my ships all in order because strong ships i mean a lot of the time we push officers are the most important but without ships to put them on it sure takes a long time to get some of these events done so you really can't neglect your ships either and that's a good thing hey loop how are you uh and i saw we had someone over on youtube aaron Dak. hey aaron how are you so right now our buddy Welch is getting me up to speed because I've been out a lot this week and we're relying a lot on the rest of the, the community to, 
to help fill in the gaps because there's this big old purple blob of space up here that's really important now. And uh, there's a lot of information on it. So let me go pull up my notes so I'm not just winging it too much. I did want to drop a link in the chat real quick because uh, before we get too much into the other stuff, because I really love Dreamweaver and Chill, and he struck again. And I love it. So if you haven't seen it yet, Dreamweaver and Chill hit. Let's see. Let's say bless the community with this really awesome parody of what we're doing here. And I love it. So go check it out if you haven't seen it already. Bookmark that. We'll go ahead and it's it's on our Discord server for you to come check it out too. But and by the way, I actually think he makes a better Dan than you do. Dude, his beard was mighty. I don't know if he shaved yeah, his head true. or not, but I was impressed. <laughs> I was very impressed. He went all in on that. that. Was his best one yet, and I'm a little biased, but uh, I think it was his best one. I'm glad that he's bringing comedy to the community. That's a big area that we could all use a little bit more. Um, <laughs> little laughs when uh, things go wrong. Not in the way that Ripper laughs when things go horribly wrong, but it's just nice to have somebody in the community who uh, is our, our resident comedian. That helps remind us to smile through <laughs> a lot of the craziness that we end up dealing with. Speaking of, I was really critical last uh, month because there was a lot to be critical of the community um, kind of that we represent here. Not all of them, but the vast majority of them were not happy. And uh, so far this month, I got to say it is a marked improvement over last month. The communication has been excellent. Um, Echo is back in full swing. I loved Tuesday. There was a lot of stuff wrong still, just like every launch that we ever have to deal with. But Echo was constantly going, hey, we know about this issue. We're working through it. Hey, we just identified this issue. This should be done now. He was extremely communicative, which was great. Like you said, we did have some game designers on DJ's show for the first time ever. The level of communication, which is the big thing that we were asking for, is just communicate with us. We, don't, we understand you're trying to make profit. We don't condemn you for that. Um, for the most part, there's some ways that a lot of us might condemn them for it, but for the most part, you have to turn a profit. We're okay with that. But the communication, the transparency is the other big thing, which is there's a lot of transparency we don't have, but the game designers being on DJ's, um, show for anybody who hasn't seen it was huge on it to some insight as to how it was planned out, why it was planned out the way it was, um, you should be engaging with it and what your expectations should be, which was awesome. I hope we... I hope that trend continues because it was very beneficial to the community to at least remember that the people behind the gamer are people too. It's not some algorithm they just throw stuff into and, and stuff pops out the other end. So, well, Plus with the, the release on this Tuesday, I don't think, in, in my view, there wasn't as many problems mm -hmm. as we've seen in past releases. Yep. There weren't that many. Well, and that's pretty big, too, because they did put a lot into the game still. There was a lot that came this week. Uh, Loop says, I, for one, do not expect perfection, just acknowledgement when they mess up and the willingness to adapt. 100%. Uh, hey, we did that. We were trying to set an expectation for Scopely, um, or, or uh, an example for Scopely, rather, when we said on our last show a week ago that for the month of October, we were going to put a piece of content out every day. And like within two days, I realized that wasn't possible. So I put a, <laughs> a thing out there and said, hey, guys, we bit off more than we could chew. We're not going to be able to do that. And as soon as we realized we weren't going to be able to do that, we communicated that out. And then I realized, you know, Scopely just adopted this mindset and realized, hey, we messed up. We misspoke. We're not going to be able to do that. And as soon as they realized that, they put that out there. That would help tremendously. So, you know, I'm just here to try to, to give Scopely some behavior to emulate, I guess. 
Uh, Aaron Dax says, still need info on new strike team officers sourcing. That's uh, very important. I'm a little nervous as well as I think a lot of people are on how to get your hands on Ghoul Dukat because we heard there were not going to be as many auctions this month. And then we heard there's none of them and we thought there was another source. I don't know. I have no idea what the sourcing is for Ghoul Dukat, but I'm sweating that as well because how they handle that is really going to set the tone for how September went or uh, uh, October went overall. September September had a bunch of missteps. We won't go ahead and rehash, but how they handle the sourcing of this officer is clearly extremely important to the community and they really need to make sure they do um, justice to the community to be able to get their hands on it. And Todd says, hey there, Half Dan. As per usual, I only have one time to watch your stream. Just want to say hi and what's up. Hey, hope the uh, the uh, the puppy situation is going well there, Todd. Um, what else do we have here? Let me get back to my notes because I get off when Stenum's not here too. Shoot me in the right direction. So solo armadas are something you brought up. I love them. Um, I think that they are a big indicator as to what the Defiant is going to be. Uh, I think a lot of people expected the Defiant to be an interceptor that the interceptor strike team was going to be on. The fact that they are Cardassian themed pretty much would be like heresy to make the Defiant the PvP ship that was an interceptor that you had to stick Gold Ducat on. So <laughs> I really hope and I highly doubt that they're going to come out with a Defiant that's going to be a PvP specific ship like the uh, the Mantis is that it kind of already fills that role. I think way more likely the Defiant is going to come out and help you crush this Bajoran space. It's going to help you with your solo armadas. It's going to help you with Jim Hadar hostiles. Something to that effect. Uh, much like your your other specialty ships do. I think that it is almost guaranteed at this point that they will release the Defiant and it will be something to help you with your solo armadas and with your grind out here to, to speed up this loop. Every other ship has a loop. Or every other loop has a ship. So this is the one that doesn't yet. I highly suspect that We'll see the Defiant soon, and it will make this purple space a lot easier, or at least more fun. Because who doesn't want to fly around in the Defiant? Well, either that or it won't even be the Defiant. It'll be a Cardassian-based ship. Mm, yeah. Well, the Cardassians didn't really fight the Jim Hadar until no. so. Was, uh, the Dominion. No, DJ's show, where there was a ship that they showed that was not the Defiant. Yeah. yeah. I think we'll get something. The Defiant has to exist. Uh, I don't know if anybody's read the current mission text in the game so far, but they did mention the Defiant in one of the, the new missions. I screenshotted it somewhere and, of course, lost it for right now. So um, I did look at these. I'm sure a lot of people have looked at these. If you click here, you can see the stats. They are very interesting because their shield piercing is their highest piercing stat and their shield deflection is their highest defense stat. So it's like, uh, are you going to go like... Would you have a battleship go against these so that it can overcome your shield deflection? Or would you uh, go the other route and have something that can withstand the shield piercing? I don't think they do a lot of damage. I don't think you need something that's going to withstand their piercing stat. I think that kind of points to the Defiant being a battleship that is going to overcome the shield deflection. That is kind of my, my projections. I've been wrong on my projections before, but just looking at what's in the game now, I think that we'll see the Defiant really soon. It's going to help you handle Jim Hadar ships and uh, armadas, and it's going to be a battleship. That's what I think, based off of just a couple indicators. That's what I hope as well. Um, but I do want to touch base on that Interceptor Strike Team. I'm glad that we have an Interceptor Strike Team now. I, we don't have great sourcing for it, but we're still, uh, what, the, the 9th of August is when the Strike Team was released or was really just announced for the battleships 
So we're within two months, we have another strike team out. So that's not immediate rebalancing of the meta, but the fact that we have something else coming out is good. We don't know how effective they're going to be since we don't have our hands on it yet, but that kind of puts us on a pace to have the Explorer strike team out by January 1st, which is good. That means that within, what, early August to the end of the year, four months, they go ahead and get that whole new PvP meta out there. Hopefully that's the case, but that's what it looks like right now if they're going to track the same way. I don't imagine that they won't. But, uh, what else? The Bajoran faction is complicated, but I love it. Because I think this is, unlike the Outlaws, you kind of have a choice, right? On what you're going to go to build. Whether you're going to go the Reputation route, or yeah. Which I think, uh, that's a great, oh, let me go ahead and grab these directives. Um, is it you can go the reputation route or you can go the credit route basically and go ahead and start picking up your favors are kind of the two, two different paths you have. And according to game design, it, you really can't choose wrong. Just kind of stick with your path for a little bit. And though they're both kind of supposed to be more or less even pace, which I think is cool, but you want to go with the reputation first and push forward so you get a little bit further on and you can get more credits at once or if you go ahead and push the credit path and go ahead and make your grinding a little bit easier for me i want less screen time i i am going to lean towards whatever it's going to help me do that right now it looks like going ahead and picking up a couple of these um Bajoran favors right out of the gate is going to help which i haven't had a lot of time to do this yet hopefully i'll get some time soon but less screen time helps me spend more time with my family and get more content out for the community so win-win so now with with the faction store and the favorites this is this is something i could touch on briefly mm -hmm. um so they have one called the profits tribute mm -hmm. which adds an ultra recruit token uh to the 24-hour chest so right now if you're a pc player you get the free 24-hour chest anyways mm -hmm. i found if you get the profits one the your standard 24-hour chest no longer counts Oh, really? Um, you still get it, but uh, typically when you do your your grind, your dailies and everything, there is the daily for the 24-hour chest in there. Yeah. Once you get the profits one, you that is the one that's going to be your new 24-hour chest. Oh, I thought it was so just like another sure little thing. Make sure you set the here. timing on that right. Hmm. So. Interesting. Have you got that one? Yes, I've got all of them. Whoa. All right. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw the pack. I jumped at it. Well, actually, let me say, I didn't jump at it. I actually thought hard. Yeah. Um, but because they released in Spox Club, they did add, they added it today, I believe it was. Mm -hmm. So I was able to make the judgment call as my progression for because they do have efficiencies in there. Yep. And as you get higher up, you want to have the higher efficiencies. And it's yep. nice that there is that additional one. There's one in there that I think is going to help me the most right now, and it is probably going to be, where are we at? Factions, Bajoran. And I, we've got a very active chat today. Thank you guys. So, uh, then I see you over there keeping up with it. First off, let me go ahead and throw my big Bajoran badge exchange over here. The favors that I really want to go after, I love that ultra recruit chest. That's great uh, to the 24 hour, but I think the one that's going to increase the loot rewards from Dominion Hostiles is probably going to be my second pick because anything yep. to speed up that grind, especially because it's a heavy PvP spot right now. Like, it's just like your exchange security code. Sure, you can get them all yourself, but you can save a lot of time if you take a PvP ship out there and whack somebody else who's done a lot of farming, right? 
Yep. Uh, and then I do love the one for new daily gold chest with syndicate XP and Bajoran credits, or I think is what's in there. Well, that's after Badges. you get your reputation up there first. So, right. so you got to go a little bit first. And then, of course, the one that gives you, I mean, the uranium's cool for people who are way behind and want to stack up there. But if you're really close to finishing and you're at Lull Tree, it's not that important. Uh, there's the one for your, where is this? Is it reward? Yeah, the profits reward increases uncommon, rare, and epic solo armada credits so that you can open these. I think that is going to be the most important one for people who want to get the most out of this tree early on. Profits rewards, you get more of your credits. Maybe, yeah, maybe not. They did break it down that at least when you're doing these, you can, if you if you do in the get your minor credits or the, the exchange, you can get the directives to run the uncommon armadas daily mm -hmm. and i think it came out like every two weeks a rare or an epic armada you'll have credits for i think that they were supposed to from what i heard uh it's a two week cycle to go all the way through your epic yeah chest. something like that so twice a month you should be pulling an epic yeah. for every really every four weeks so sometimes more often but the cool. sourcing is there and you don't have to, I mean, you've, you've got a, I think it's a minute and a half respawn time on those uncommons anyway. So yeah, they're quick. Yeah. Which is cool. Cause I think a lot of people are like, oh man, screen time, like my screen time is going to go up every day. And it's like, it really shouldn't increase your screen time every day. It should be like, oh, this is the day of the week that I have the most time. So I go out there and I go burn all my armadas for the week on that day unless there's an event for them which is likely that we'll have some of those for now same thing with the grinding fact of it too right same thing with the grind go take you some time and go get a week's worth of those one day a week instead of every day i've got to go out there no no i missed a day and now i'm way behind it's like that's never fun i hate doing that with anything i didn't like doing that with the vidar um i do like the away teams gave you a way to not have to go out there with your vidar that often um I don't know. I think it's good. I think that it's great to have some cool thing out here. I think a lot of people are tired. There was so much released in the last three months. We've got three new spaces, like new areas of space. This is a huge expansion to our maps. We started with these Actian Hostiles. For those of you who have a Mantis, I am still in free-to-play land, and I will not pick up that until the free-to-play can have access to it, which, by the way, we've got 54 days left on the timer before they have to announce it, right? Because uh, on DJ's show the other day, they said that not by the end of the year now, but by December 1st, they will have the path revealed for free-to-play access to it. And they think it'll be even sooner than that. So by de December 1st now, instead of January 1st, they should have the path revealed. And not necessarily, you'll even be on your way to it, but they'll have it out there. So, we've got that space, and of course we got all of our brand new Cardassian space down here that has uh, rocked our world when it comes to Armadas. And then we got our big... Dominion space up here, Gamma Quadrant, whatever you want to call it, which I'm, I'm glad they yeah, put it up right. here. That's pretty accurate. Yeah, I was going to say, because I know the day of launch, people in my alliance that are tablet and phone users, mm -hmm. they're like, where is it? Yeah. Because they you can't zoom out enough. For Let it. me add it. Yeah, I know. I hate that. I wish that yeah, I could Wait. zoom out like even more. If you watch the warp, when you go from Bajor to... Oh, it's so Dominion. fast. Yeah, well... It's like you going... went through the wormhole. Yeah. That's what they did. So they were, yeah. I, I, it was actually one of the. It's really uh, cool. little design feature that it's like, I wish they had put the wormhole and stuff up here, like tilt, turn the whole system a little bit, but whatever. You can't really fault. It's fine. It's close enough. But yeah, you, you do go across that in a blink. It's so awesome. Yeah. And then I guess the temple of the prophets will be somewhere around here. Um, 
Anyhow, yeah. I think well, it's great. I hope they slow down. I think a lot of people are like, this is awesome. Slow down. Please don't release any new systems. Like, give us a new ship because everybody wants the Defiant, even though it's going to increase a lot of... I think I think it will reduce screen time if you pick up the Defiant because I, I don't see a world where we don't have a Defiant or something that will serve the role that will make this loop even faster or more comfortable, at least. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, if you want to catch us up on comments, I've got some other stuff I want to go well, right through here soon. Uh, yeah, you haven't been doing a lot of the uh, the destruction in the Dominion zones. So right now, <laughs> we're just talking about brewing and crews, but I think that's going to be another video as you uh, tra uh, traipse down through that zone. Yep. Uh, what else do we have here? So, I mean, communication has picked up. We were very upset last month about the, the state of the game. Uh, that video that we put out uh, two weeks ago now has had a lot of eyeballs on it, of course. Uh, a lot of them from people who used to play the game. So there are a lot of people who used to play the game that are still keeping their eye on it. Um, and I think that Scopely should probably remember that too. Like, you can push people out the door, but if you fix it fast enough and if people start liking the game a lot again, then there are people that could be enticed to come back to the game. Um, I don't know. I... I like the game. There's a lot of people like, oh, why would you ever invite your friends to come play this money-hungry game? It's like, it's it's a game. There's plenty of games out there. This is the one we play. Like, if you're well, still playing the game, then why oh, why are you playing the game if you wouldn't recommend it to a friend? Like, yep. if if you wouldn't let your friend play the game, why are you playing the game if you feel that way about it? Um, I like it. A lot of us like it. It's, it's your Star Trek game. It's what you got. So, I don't know. Uh, where else? You can tell when I'm not. I do it notes. for the ducky. Delete. Uh, where else? So our our project with the community response. I think I think that's where I'm moving on to now. So our pack variance investigation that we are looking into. We've got a lot of people that have been uh, coming to help give us some data so that we can try to figure out what's going on with these pack values um i have slowly started this has been a really busy week so i've only hit a couple of the servers but we have a list of all the servers we're going to basically go on tour i think Synop, you're going to help me as well to go hit every discord server that we know about in the star trek fleet command community um go introduce ourselves and see if we can get people to help bring us some more data so that we can aggregate as much as we can what we're gonna spread the word of dan yeah right uh so we want to keep getting as much data as we can. It's funny because so many players are like, uh, what? I had a person that was like, they were investigated this three years ago and it's all based on your ops level and how old your server is. You're welcome or something like that. And I was like, well, I mean, I get that. But if we hadn't seen a bunch of screenshots from people that are lower operations levels that have spent less money that are on newer servers with packs that have up to 20 times the par steel, five times the latinum, and three times the materials, then we wouldn't have felt the need to investigate this, and our community probably wouldn't have said, hey, can you answer why this is the way that it is? And they were like, oh, I didn't know it was like that. So a lot of people just think that these packs are just 100% based on your operations level and your spend in the game to a degree and how old your server is. And I think that we are finding that there are more variables than that. Uh, we spoke on the last show that we think that your population of your server is a hidden metric that we want to test. I don't think we're quite ready to test that yet, right, Sin? We want to hold off a little bit, but I think this time next week, 
we should be ready to actually go test that. We need to get a good benchmark off the server that we want to go test on. That's why the video that we posted this week was what it was to help people that want to not violate the terms of service, create a second account. And if you want to help us out with our uh, attempt to influence the packs on a server, buff them, if you will, um, see if population actually plays into it. I think that Scopely is doing themselves and the whole community a disservice if that is a factor in your packs, because they could have told us that like four years ago and everybody would try to get all their friends and family to at least download and try the game instead of this whole absolute opposite mentality that we're seeing from players where they're like, oh, it's a money hungry game. I wouldn't let my friends or family play it like it'd be the complete opposite if all their packs got better all of a sudden. Um, I don't know. It's an interesting thing. We want to test that out, but I don't think we're ready for it yet. But I will say last week I did reach out to Scopely customer support, just like a lot of you have. Uh inquiring as to why the packs are the way that they are and uh the last update that i've had on that ticket was a couple days ago and they told me thank you for your response and your screenshots which we did share a lot of the screenshots that show the huge variances between packs with no explicable reason that that has been forthcoming anyways asked why so you uh, seem to inquire about the difference in contents for similar packs across servers aside from the server age and the ops level of the player we also need to consider the game progression of the individual players this means that the available packs can still be developed and you get stuff that others do not yet have access to. This is why the contents may vary from one player to another across servers. Uh, however, I am not able to give you more details on this subject. I hope for your kind understanding. If you need further clarification on this matter, just let me know. So um, that's the answer that many people have gotten. But my issue is that this is what we're seeing is kind of the exact opposite of what um, Scopely's customer support, which... Let's remember, this is not an answer that's coming from them. Your, your support representatives did not make the situation the way it is. They're not lying to you. This is just the information they have access to in their database that they are giving us as players. So don't take it out on them. It's not their fault. Um, but I did say, yes, I would like further clarification. Your response says, and you get stuff that others do not yet have access to. Why would a player on a younger server that's lower operations and has spent less money overall in the game have access to packs that have 20 times the par steel, five times the latinum, and three times the G4 materials than a player on a uh, older server that's higher operations and has spent much more money overall. I understand this answer is not coming directly from you. I would like to inquire though as to where the answer actually does come from, as in who wrote it and put it on the script that your team is supposed to pull from when someone inquires. I completely understand this is not remotely your doing and don't mean to be difficult. Can you please escalate this ticket up the chain to get clearer answers? The BHD gaming community has been waiting to hear a clearer answer and this really isn't going to do it for us, unfortunately. And then, of course, the live long and prosper. So I don't want to give this person that's trying to help in a support role a hard time, but I don't think the answers that we're getting are representative of what we're seeing from the community at all. And uh, I mean, we're just looking for some transparency here. We're not looking to I know some people are like, oh, we should go take Scopely to court. That's not what we're trying to do here. We're just trying to figure out why it is the way that it is and see what we can do about it, because it, the, the biggest Thing that we can think of is that your server population plays a role we're gonna try it see if we can get it to to be bumped on a server that has quote-unquote bad packs and see if we can help them get bumped in the right direction if so very likely that's a indicator of what's going to factor into your packs and we're gonna see what we can do scopely set the precedent when they paid some really big um streamers to have people come try the game for like 45 minutes and then never play their accounts again which we think is why our accounts our servers buffed up kind of why we have gone to that area but we definitely don't want to violate terms of service to do it so that's all i've got right there anything else anybody in the audience 
has brought up. Oh, we're just talking cruise. Okay, it's a good time for talking cruise. Outside of that, uh, the espionage event has shifted pretty heavily all of a sudden, right? Anybody know who the spy is? I went after Kira. I think I do. Huh? I think I do. Who do you think it is? I saw a really good um, argument. It's screwing up armadas. Huh? I think it's the one who keeps screwing up armadas. Oh, you think it's Kira? Yeah, that's why I went after her too. Um, somebody made a really compelling argument that I saw that uh, based on the story missions that we've had so far this month, if anybody hasn't played those, then there might be a spoiler here, but it that um, Kira and Cisco get sent away from Deep Space Nine. Oh, it's a changeling. Right, so possible that the last remaining one of those three could be the changeling. So it's Cisco. I to me it was like that would be like both too obvious and like heresy to make the Cisco that we've seen and all of our stuff be the spy. Like yeah. I don't know. It would be known by the prophets much quicker. Yeah, right. <laughs> like they'd be like, "No, you're not allowed to travel through the wormhole. You're a yeah, liar." I just know that I messed up on the time. whole rod thing because I didn't read the actual full deal on it. Oh, you didn't go all six in the I same thing. I spaced them out instead of dumping them all into one. Not cool. See you, Todd. Yep. Um, what else do we have? I've got a lot of comments that I want to go through and read from this last week. But if we've got anything else that we want to address first, any other questions that we want to go through? Yeah, Miles all the way is what Mark says. It's yeah, it's a compelling argument. I went for Kira because she's just it's Federation tokens that were tied to it. Um. They push a lot of Federation content in the game. Hopefully they're breaking the mold. But I also went with her because she's just the worst for, for Armadas out of the three. That's exactly why I went for her. Um, and I had to go all six into one of them, so I figured, why not that one? I was going to try to coordinate it with uh, Sin and uh, Welch, but I figured I was too late to even reach out to you guys by the time I got to it that day. Was was it yesterday, day before? I don't know. One of the days no, no, I was on the road. We can something in the future. Yeah, we need to try to coordinate so that we can take all three paths and one of us is at least successful. Now we're all three losers. <laughs> yep. Uh, Aaron says they dumped into Kira too. Um, let's see. Yeah, Miles is my vote. Uh, Miles makes the most sense if they are if the clues are in the missions, I think. But could be wrong. I don't know. I think it's cool. I really think it's awesome that we're even sitting here having this conversation because there's not a lot of stuff in this game that's ever made us all sit here and go, who do you think it is? Who done it? Like, I, I like it. I hope that we see more meta stuff as a community that makes us come together and try to, to detective things out in the future. I like it. Well, I do like also the one of the missions they got going is they call it the, the doctor, the tailor. Because oh, it yeah. really focuses Garrett. on the relationship that... Um, Garrick and, and uh, uh, Bashir. Had, yeah. Right, and now we have models for Bashir, for Jadzia Dax, and for Odo at the very least uh, in the new yep. missions. So I think that's great. So I think that's probably the officers that we're going to get next month. Um, either way, I'm just loving it. I deep space. It really feels like we're in Deep Space Nine that, now that we have Dominion stuff. Um, now that the drama from last month has kind of settled a little bit. Now that we've had better communication this feels especially once we figure out and settle into this uh 
Bajoran Dominion stuff up here a little bit more. It, I think it's going to feel more like the uh, the Star Trek fleet command that I used to know and really liked and and made me want to create content in the first place because it was um, interesting and had depth to it and required some strategy. So I do like it from that standpoint. I mean, I've, I've enjoyed that they brought it out, especially considering what was that back in June, July, they were talking about it. Uh, well, um, so wait, talking they about talked what? about the beginning January ish. What, Deep a lot Space of people Nine? said if it's not here by the end of the year, it was going to be, you know, people were going to start quitting. Right. So it was October of last year, a year ago that they okay. put it on the so road. They've introduced it. I don't think they've rushed it as much as some people may have thought. It doesn't feel rushed. The, the game dynamic, or especially launch day, there weren't as many issues. Nope. Um, now, could they have tried to do this during the Deep Space Nine Arc 1? Yeah, they could have, but could we have been complaining after that because of it feeling like it was rushed at that point? They mm -hmm. didn't, you know, some minor live testing or whatnot. You know what it feels like? What's that? There was another team working on this. Right. Uh, a better team. Yeah. A team that gives us hope. I, I, I don't know how they did it. I hope they continue onward. Um, I, I, I'm not reneging on that video that is that we're still what five days into this battle pass. Yeah. So who knows which way it goes? The communication could fall apart. Um, who knows what's coming next? But hopefully it doesn't. I hope that we continue on. I know that uh, somebody talked about the Kobayashi Maru style event for Goldicott. I hope that we get something. Something that all players have access to. All I know is there's no spend events on the calendar, and I'm not spending unless I'm forced to spend to complete events. That's kind of where I'm at in this stage of the game. Like all my stuff will stay as weak as it is until there's an event that says I'm I can get a little stronger. Um, but I'm also not really. I learned my lesson from last month. To I'm not even looking that much at the calendar. I just kind of play as future proof as I can, take it day by day, make sure that I try to keep my away team missions rolling. So if I get hit by one of those, I don't know where I've got them ready to go, which I'm kind of doing poor at right now, actually need to go fix that in a minute. Um, but I just kind of take it as it comes. I haven't been looking at the calendar as much this month and it's been, it's been a more enjoyable game. I know they haven't made any huge changes to it at this point, but I'm kind of just taking it day by day now. And I am enjoying that more. That was one of the things that some of the players who didn't hate last month kind of said that they do is that they just kind of log into the game, see what the events are and play them then instead of going, Oh, Saturday is supposed to be this event. And I've been looking forward to it since, you know, last week. So instead of having those expectations and then them getting shattered, just play it one day at a time. I think it's great. It's more relaxing, more lighthearted to do it that way. I haven't had a choice, but to do it that way this week. And it's a good thing. Uh, I do have some comments from people this week. I want to go ahead and read. So unless somebody else has something they want to do before I hop into this, cause it might take a minute. Go for it. Oh, but you want me to hey Dan? I can't do it though. No, no, you gotta get real hype. You got a balloon handy? No, I can't beach boys it. Hey Dan. So I don't remember which video it was on. I just went ahead and took a screenshot of Snapchat uh, of a screenshot of these comments and have them sitting up here. But I know Joel from one of the videos this morning. Um, he posted, "I said my goodbyes, cashed in all my tokens, and dropped my shields yesterday. Free after almost four years." And I think that it, there's a lot of people. We know people that have done that. To what today, Cinep, um, that have been playing for a while, and today, do what? Some of it, you know, 
there's a lot coming in from the game. The you know just these past months of just this obnoxious grind on the game. The, just the needs, the extra screen time, and the others is the drama that comes with it because everyone's impacted. Yep. So yeah, we saw a couple of people leave today. Yeah, which is, I mean, if I'm being honest, last month was a better month to quit than this month. Um, <laughs> I don't blame anybody for quitting, especially if it's cutting too much into your personal time. There's a lot of screen time required for this game still. It's way more screen time if you've pushed your operations level too far. I do want to briefly touch on that as well. I push myself all the way to 43. I have weak ships. Things take me a lot longer than they ought to to get done. The screen time that is required for me to keep my account progressing forward right now is not Scopely's fault. It is my fault for pushing as far as I've pushed. Um, I am not going to, like, I'm, I'm not a VIP level player. I don't ever claim to be. Uh, I don't spend a lot to try to get to where I am trying to be in the game. And pushing all the way to 43 because there's some great stuff once you get here and all that stuff. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad that I did it so that I can caution other people against doing it. Uh, don't go too fast, honestly. Stay where your ships are strong, where your officers are strong, where your dailies are easily completable um, so that you don't have to spend that much time in the game. Honestly, you can choose to, choose to all day long if you want to go do some grinding or play some PvP or whatever you want to do, but you shouldn't have to be in the game for hours and hours and hours every day to check all your boxes that you have to check. There have been stages in the game where it's taken me, what, half an hour to do all my dailies, if that, and then the events roll around and I can crush them all, like, on average within half an hour, too, and that's an hour requirement of screen time a day for a game, which is not bad. Um, no. Versus... It has, but I think that part of what we're, we're kind of forgetting is there's so many catch-up mechanisms now, too, that are helping make a lot of things easier. Like, your ships will get stronger now in a lot of cases than they ever would have before with all the other little mechanics that are in the game. Like, you don't have to also go sit there and waste a bunch of time raiding other players as much anymore like you can and should um, some, especially during incursions. But with things like the Syndicate that now exists that are buffing, like, every aspect of your gameplay we have new research trees that are increasing efficiency um there's so much stuff out in the game now your cerritos exists so if you wanted to punch up for things then you can go ahead and buff yourself and and handle uh mission bosses you wouldn't have been able to handle before or even hostiles in some cases like there's so much that's been put into the game that i think a lot of players aren't realizing like yes screen time goes up and then you kind of master some of the new stuff and it comes back down so it's like Every couple months it'll come up again and then you start figuring it out. And I think that if you actually had a way to map your screen time when you're not sitting there and doing things like sin up hitting your 1 billion lock with Romulans, um, uh. when you're taking into it, like all things are equal in the game, the requirements of playing the game, doing all your dailies and your events are really the two biggest requirements to stay competitive in the game. Grinding is optional. If you choose to do all that grinding, that's a choice. That's you choosing to engage beyond in the game. But you're not one, compelled to do that. You got a 1 billion lock and your other two factions are at 10 million. It's embarrassing. What are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is, but at the same token, you're a third of the way there. <laughs> and you have yeah. a pillum. What are you whining about? Oh, God. Anything but, I can. But uh, um, I will say, Joel, thanks for playing. I'm glad that you spent four years here. I hope that they weren't all horrible. Um, if you spent four entire years here, things have been, uh, had been pretty bleak lately. I am, I'm very optimistic. I am, I am admitting that I'm optimistic, but I really hope that what we have seen the past few days is the new culture. Um, from the people that I'm hearing on Scopely's end, they really care 
uh, the the game designers and developers care and they want things to succeed and here I'm stuck in battle for forever which is cool um, they must be running the script to free hostiles from the edge of the system which have you noticed that a lot of those were freed up by the way that was one of the biggest things that was just annoying to log into the game every day and see the hostiles stuck around the corner of this corners yeah of the I think circle. they finally got it automated because it was a manual process if I remember that right yeah and I know uh echo said that they were trying to make it like they had a script they could run on demand but they were trying to find a better solution so hopefully I that's the that case job at that company that's why I think the new crew over there maybe or maybe they just took some feedback maybe things were already headed this way and they just had to collapse first I don't know probably not but uh I did want to so Jason W did say moving alliances now has penalties due to the starbase it's one thing i'm not happy with about the recent deep space nine stuff here i am still in combat cool um as you'll see right now my reputation is neutral my points are zero because i don't care how scopely wants me to play the game i'm still going to play the game my way uh i'll stay in an alliance long enough to get my reputation up if i really want to get a piece of that um research done in that tree that it requires it not all of it requires it and i think that there's probably going to be stages of the game where you're going to push on that tree really hard and then you want ops up for a while it's a good time to go move to another alliance if you wanted to or visit and all that stuff before you go back or find another home or settle back in your normal home before you go push on that tree again so it it was new there's a lot of things in the game to help you get your reputation for your alliance back up faster that is one thing i i don't like it first off but i have come to terms with it I was hoping that they would reduce the penalty for your alliance reputation so that you don't start from zero like I am right now. I think that's very unlikely now that there's a prime in the game to triple the base rate of your uh, plus 300% to your base rate for your alliance reputation. So I was really disheartened that that's out there. However, it's a prime that's 50 bucks, which is kind of unprecedented. Like I know we, we have primes in both directions, which are really weird this month now. Like there's primes that are multi-layer that costs like a hundred dollars a layer or something like that which you might want to speak to um well so then we have the two that are fifty dollars to go ahead and get one of them for your alliance reputation one of them is for cardassian loot i think which one are we talking uh, about go down that one i want to come back to a comment or a question that was put up um mm -hmm. welch if you could really quickly bug knight was asking uh, how to get the bajoran favors <laughs> So wallet those are no actually wallet. purchased through the credits. Um, you need to get the credits high enough to purchase those. Um, there, yeah, you got to purchase them from here. There was a pack that you could purchase that gave you the credits. Um, it might still be available. Bajoran like enlistment special. Buy it. I don't know. It's not the Bajoran enlistment special. Uh, I believe yes, it is. So the five thousand two hundred and sixty-five credits you just you had it up. The enlistment. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, There's the credits. Yeah. So it's got the five thousand credits because you can actually purchase all the first level favors, mm -hmm. and you still have credits left over. Which, if you're looking at this, this is probably comparable or more so to what you get out of your treasury. So it's yeah. try to either save up and get your treasury or. You know, maybe Bajoran credits or diplomacy tokens will be in your treasury this month. I don't know. But this looks pretty close to what my treasury looked like last month as far as... Yeah. And, of course, so, we can get into your packs are better than my packs. But I will say this is an event-related pack, which means that it should be... Like, that's the the big way around your servers having different packs is that your event packs are, like, more or less the same uh, across the servers. So that's kind of your hack. If you're going to spend money, spend it on event packs. 
<laughs> no, so, yeah. if you do go the free my route level, for it, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Senator. At my level, it's 57.75. Now I'm a 46 mm -hmm. on the visual credits. Um, but the really key thing, which I think is unique that I've never seen before, is the sheer amount of dilithium you get. Yeah, that's a lot of dilithium. That's yeah. more so than I was getting out of my um Well, the, the higher levels we get to, the more dilithium you spend. Too, but he, so. there is nowhere that we've gotten three billion dilithium. Yeah. As far as this no. goes, if you've got the hundred dollars of your equivalent currency to spend, this is a really good pack right now for being able to go ahead and just hop straight into your Bajor. Like this supercharges your Bajoran loop tremendously, and it's yes. a good resource pack. Um, now, if he's wanting to go the free route, mm -hmm. uh, Dan, can you, if you can go back to your faction store for the Bajorans, you'll have to grind out uh, the the loot from the ships. Mm -hmm. um, and what you'll sure. have to do is, yeah, buy the faction credits there or the Bajoran yep. credits in that one. Yep, you um, get this one every day. Get at least the directive. Like you want to get the directives yep. every single day because that's part of the getting these other chests now, which are really important. that does scale with your ops level because right now it looks like you're getting 105 each pull at 45 i pull 108 and i bet Senep gets a little bit higher too yeah. uh which one are we looking at the hustle exchange yeah i can't check my house oh yeah right here i've yeah, got one of five if, no right. go back go look Am at I... it because it says 105 that's yep. an automatic every single time right Mine's yeah, that's Which basically your. How many? That's the equivalent of your. Uh, what was that one in here? Your directives, rep, and credits bundle that you have here for the outlaws. Yeah. Because those those when you exchange your hostile exchange or when you exchange the loot from there, you can use it to buy your credit exchange, which then you can buy your Bajoran uh, favors. Which I wonder, like, thing, I wish that they would take all these trees and go, hey, since you have to start with this currency to get going, like, put it right here on the far left, like everything so else, and then that way it's like, get this to get these. There was one of why they do that, because it gives you an op. This is where it really gets into the options. You mm -hmm. can turn around and take all those credits and constantly put towards your reputation. Mm -hmm. Which makes but all this a little bit more cost effective. really getting out of collecting the reputation and going to a higher level. Uh, at this point, because it, like, it just gives you a roadmap. Which which direction do you want to go? Right. Well, if we as a community were like, oh, you know, this right here is the most important, just saying for some reason, Bajoran Crystal Refinery. If this was the most important of all of these Bajoran favors, then it was like, get your reputation to pause strong as quickly as possible so that you can get yeah. this and then stop. Which that's, I'm not saying it's the case. First off, don't take that soundbite and be like, Dan said it's this. I'm just saying that would be the only reason to me to go push for your reputation is if it was like one of these is clearly game changing and worth pushing for outside of that yeah. to me it makes a lot of sense to just kind of go get the ones that are going to make this grind take way less time or be more comfortable first like that's how i like to play that's my play style i think which one of these favors you're going to go after first depends on if you're a pve player pvp player a heavy grinder pve player or a minor pvp player or if you just like be well-rounded I think that's really what it's going to come down to is what's your play style because you're going to have different priorities than i'm going to have out of here yep so uh because if you're not a pvp player this critical hit damage against players doesn't really matter which i love this kira sword and bajor's advantage this is a net zero like scopely's got this in here actually it's not net zero because this is your decreases opponent's critical hit damage is a little bit higher than your 
increased critical hit damage against players. So if everybody had all of these done, then you would do less crit damage than we started with with this by a little bit. Right? I think if you go look at it, it's 100% versus 70%. So all of us are going to be pushing for this in a PvP aspect, and we're all going to take less crit damage overall when we finish, and this isn't really going to matter. But it's, it's interesting. I do love this. Like, I like the, the interesting, weird things in here, right? Like, the first level of Tetrion Abundance doubles your... Wait, more than doubles your Tetrion max. Isn't the max right now like 200? And it's going to push you up to 500 because this is from 0 to 300. So the first level of this Tetrion Abundance gives you 500 Tetrions. And then yeah, if you if max you it out, you can hold 700 it, Tetrions now, which is awesome. If you really want to see how it plays out for you, I suggest using Spock's Club. Yes, yeah, because it's already there. So you can kind of, okay, if I have all these and then I get it to level two, what does it make my efficiencies look at? What is it? What does it do for me as the player coming forward? Yeah, and none of these are really that small. Like, of course, you get like yeah. base whole health, base shield health. They're not going to be like 50% more overall. This is all to your base, as it says here. So don't, please don't look at that and go, oh, this is going to be game changing. Like, you're going to probably feel it a little bit especially once it gets higher up there but it's probably not going to be game changing but to me things that are game changing about... are these two profits prize and profits reward those are game changing to me because i don't have to spend all my days in and dominion space yeah but if you think about the players that have hit up to 50 55 into 60 how much this changes for their game it allows them to still stay um act proactive in the game um, I know Truck and Chick has made a comment like at her level, a lot of her stuff's already done. She sticks around Trek because and of the trader. community and helping the lower level players. Truck and a trader. Um, uh, Truck and Chick. Or, yeah, Trucking. And Trader is the ops what fifty nine sixty that hangs out with DJs all the time. Truck yeah. and Chick's on that same panel. Yeah, I like them both. But uh, what? Where's this at? Your new uh, alliance. So here's your prime Klingon tribute and all that. Yeah. Which I haven't even looked into these to see how great they are. I, um, I'm a grinder. Good. So, yeah. I've already got level two. Of which one? Of uh, Federation. Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, the credits are great. Yes. That's where I'm at. Credits are awesome. You can never have too many of those. Um, It'll just be nice if I here? can start getting the points for using six star, though. Well, I'm sure at some point in time that will happen. I don't know when. Yes. Where is the reputation one? It's probably not in this tree. This would not make a lot of sense for it. Your alliance reputation. It's probably in Starbase. Territory or there galaxy. It yeah, Prime Alliance. So this is 50 bucks for a Prime, which is not awful. Um, but I mean, I don't know. There's not any other way to get this in the game right now. Prime, prime medals get more in the store, yeah. <laughs> but increase the amount of Alliance reputation earned when defeating Kardashian stations. Cool. Um, it's not even coming out of your packs, which is where I get a lot of mine. So it's just from defeating Kardashian. Does that make sense? Defeating Kardashian stations. Do you get some for defeating the Kardashian stations? Have I not? Kardashian. I think you well, get him at the epic level. I know. It doesn't, he makes you do that. He does. He makes that happen. He's like, Kardashians. I'm like, what? No, we're not, you know, not talking about the plastic show. Let's go look at these and see. What kind of reputation do they drop? Are they like the... See the epic ones? Yeah, they do. Interesting. I never really paid attention to that. They all do it. 
but that's not how I'm getting most of my Alliance reputation. As an Alliance hopper, I'm getting most of it from the exchanges in the stores. So I don't even know if that, that like suddenly that has even less value to me than I thought it would before. Um, <laughs> Cause I get all mine from the Alliance altruism and stuff from these Cardassian loot um, tokens. So I don't know. And then the other one was what more loot from them. So that one has more value to me because it's more than just your Alliance reputation. You can put it in other stuff because what I've got zero Alliance rep and I bet you I can still do some research in this tree if I wanted to. Yeah, I've got those four, five, six, seven. So eight, nine, 10, 11 things that I could go ahead and research in here that don't require any Alliance reputation right now. So it's not like I'm completely locked out of the tree because I just dropped tags. So I'm not that upset about the fact that Alliance reputation exists, but I also think it's unnecessary. Um, whatever. It exists. It happens now. I'm not happy about it, but I'm living. Uh, Dennis Cuddy did say, to be fair, communication has improved since Echo joined the team. I would, yes, I am very happy Echo's back from Dublin. Um, he's done a great job communicating this week, as we said, but I 100% say that, uh, or agree with Dennis Cuddy that since Echo's joined the team in general, communication has been better. And I think that's part of why September hurt so much is he was so unavailable and he's the only one that we have that it was like Scopely just shut off the lights on us and we were all left in the dark. So that's good. Good point, Dennis Cuddy. Uh, Mike Beckett says, could you do a video on why we have to pay $50 for a dry dock? How can free-to-play players compete? I am ready to leave and I just started in March. That's or that, like that's faster turnover time than most players that I know of. But uh I know DJs has been speaking with Echo on the show earlier this week that they are working on trying to get like your additional repair key or not repair key, your research and your build slot. And I think at some point this would be in there as well, like for some sort of free to play sourcing for people who have been playing the game for forever and been living on one of each of those. Um, so if that, if that gets any traction, then at some point in time, maybe your additional dry dock can have some sort of free to play sourcing as well. But don't expect it to be like that's that's a big game changer, honestly, having that additional dry dock. So. I wouldn't expect it to be fast if there's ever a free-to-play source for it. But right now, there probably won't be since people will pay money for it. Uh, Self-destruct said they adjust the pack with the activity of the server. If it is very low on players, they restrict the pack to halt growth and the new players see that they have a chance to catch up so they spend to do so. And for active servers, bigger packs, incentives, players to spend to keep up with bigger players, the analytics is what drives pack quantities. Uh, if you are watching any of the videos, please don't make a claim like this unless you've got some sort of proof to back it up because that I'd never heard anything like that. And I don't know how you would be able to prove that at all, but I have never seen anything that says that the activity of your server, especially low act, low servers get better packs and high activity servers get worse packs uh, is what it sounds like they're saying here. So uh, not calling out this players particularly, but we've heard a lot of off the wall things that people think are why your packs have the values they do. So I hope at some point in time, Scopely just, you know, says here, Dan, shut up. Here's what they are. Um, but if you want to bring something to the community, please have like some sort of source for it. Is that fair? I think it's fair. Uh, Johan Decline says, after four years, I stopped playing this month. There's a lot of people that played for four years and stopped playing this month, you know. Uh, love the community and the friends I made inside the game. Game itself is pretty much the same all the time. And it was costing me too much time to keep up with all I needed to keep up with. And I agree with that. I think a lot of people are quitting because of the time sink or the um, perceived time sink that they're saying, oh, no, this new thing just came into the game and I'm going to waste all my life on it. And I still have to do all this other stuff and I can't do it. And I think if you push your ops level too far, then that is very likely the case. If you've been 
keeping where you need to be with your ops level that's probably not as harmful to you uh ramel Pradhan says thank you for your honesty and telling the truth i have subscribed to other cc's and none of them are as honest and truthful as you uh i appreciate the vote of confidence i have spoke with many of the other cc's uh, content creators and community contributors and i do not think that i am the most honest and truthful i think that everybody has their own perspective and things that they bring to the table and uh i don't think any of them are like lying to you or trying to bait and switch you or anything dishonest that's my take on that but thank you for the compliment um jim moore says star trek fleet command the game is not representative of the advertisements that is why it is dying uh i don't know if it's dying it doesn't feel like it's dying this month but 100 percent. if you've seen any of the weird little mobile ads while you're playing any of the other games uh that's not the game that we're playing uh even on the star trek fleet command.com website not the same game right Sinop? yeah we it, it looks amazing it does it looks amazing it's not the game that we're playing yeah i it's 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 a promo video that has no relationship to what you get right none at all and then uh arnold says mate to be absolutely clear i expect perfection for the money they charge some players pay thousands nobody expects a new car to function 90 percent. we expect 100 percent. it is ridiculous to even allow a company to deliver that much much of the time is that the standard for apple for your everyday life they charge a fortune i stopped buying from scopely a long time ago who wants to unpack this one for me <laughs> we spoke about that a little bit earlier so like i i have trouble with the car analogy first off uh, a lot of it's too rich for my blood i don't spend on a lot of the packs uh but i buying from scopely it's a little weird because you're renting what you get for your account it's not really buying before you go down that road i i you know I where i'm headed really agree with your renting um you are buying virtual goods not everything you purchase is tangible sometimes it's just time you're buying time in this game to me There's a virtual a good would be like if you bought like a version of microsoft word right like back in the day when you just kept your license key and every computer you got you could put it on there like that's a virtual good to me but this i mean you do like renting to me is there's an like the difference between this and normal sure. renting is that you when you when you sign a formal rental agreement you know how long you have like in uh, this wait a minute. I'm a kid. <laughs> and when you go to zap zone or something like that and you give them 20 dollars or whatever it is to go in and play for an hour mm -hmm. what do you get out of that depends on what you wanted to get out of it what your expectations were and what your experience was but you, you walk away from there. What do you have in your hand? Same thing as what you got in this game. Right. You bought entertainment. But the difference is when you go to some place like that and you you pay for an hour, you know, you're going to get that hour. Like, unless like if the, there's a giant storm and the power went out, then they might reimburse you and let you come back and get an hour a different time. But the, my thing with this is that the difference for this is that you don't know how much time you're getting for what you're paying. Like that's, that is a big difference to me uh renting what you're buying in a in a game like this versus anything else is that you know how long your money is going to last you for like a lot of people expect that they're going to spend a hundred dollars in this game it's going to last them like a lifetime and in reality it moved you forward what like two or three weeks right Sometimes. you're buying all you're buying is advancement and in your a lot of people will internalize that as their enjoyment of the game so i don't want to take Possibly. you off track our analogy but i do feel like you're just buying 
advancement, your buying time, your buying entertainment value. If you can't kill these hostels, if you can't kill mm -hmm. this, you know, these people in this alliance and you want to up yourself, you're buying that. But so, the difference is with, but uh, sure. And the difference is sure. with renting things too. Like this is where I'm on your side of it too, is that people don't rent things against you. Like in paintball, everybody's going to play paintball. Then everybody gets like your paintball equipment. Like you can go rent their equipment. I know paintball's yep. a little outdated. I love paintball, but uh, it's a little different where it's like you don't go to a paintball thing and they're like, okay, go walk out there. You haven't paid for the gun, right? And somebody else gets to sit there with like a minigun style paintball gun to just wreck your face. Like that's kind of what you're doing in this game is a little different, but I don't agree with the car analogy. The expected to function 90% of the time, we expect 100% of the time. Well, your, your car, the vast majority of the time, no matter who you are, your car is not always in motion and half the time even it's not in motion you're sleeping you're it's parked in outside most of the time if you own a car um it's not always on like we expect this game to be like you wake up at three o'clock in the morning and you go check your shield and check your miners and that kind of stuff with this game like this game is always on so of course there's going to be times that you go to try to access it and it's going to have issues beyond when they tell you they're going to work on it so a little different to me with the car analogy but I don't expect perfection from it. And I agree with Lube early on in the, the show saying he doesn't expect perfection either. He just wants to be communicated with on what's going on, a little bit of transparency. So I think that's what a lot of us want. So apparently some players do um, expect perfection from it. So I was wrong in that video when I said nobody expects perfection. I've never played a computer game that hasn't had issues. Mm -hmm. Especially when you're dealing with updates and patching and and things like that and especially nowadays where everything's being <laughs> changed like every two or three months so, and, and i come from part a lot of the call of duty era um i mean i played call of duty and modern warfare and all that stuff for three years and saw mm. all the issues that went through that nobody could say that was perfection yeah i've never met a perfect game yeah and that was that was buying the game sixty dollars and then still paying the monthly fees for the battle passes because yep. they didn't have a free battle pass this does have one this was a free download this is a free choice game for what you want to put into it what you get out of it right and the skill for this game is your planning and your your organization and you're really like you got to kind of realize who's in your lane and try not to compete with people that are outside of your lane like I'm not a heavy spender. I'm an Ops 43. If we go look at the power board right now, I hate to, to shatter the illusion for people, but I am not, first off, I hate that we still have, like incursions have messed these boards up. But on my own server, I'm nowhere near the top 100 power on the board anymore. I, I mean, well, probably would be. That first person on there is not from our server. I know, that first person not on the server, but when this board works appropriately, I'm still not even on the top 100 in power on the server. And every time no i'm all, i don't think so probably not i don't think the server that we were fighting was that much heavier than me. if this ever goes I back mean, to normal i'll tell you for sure but i know the last time that i looked i was like just hanging off the board like 105th or something like that but still not top 100 power and i try not to compete with people that are way higher than me on this board in general yeah. like they are outside of my lane in most cases i don't try to beat them and stuff and unfortunately when you get far enough in the game scopely forces you to be on the same single leaderboards as a lot of those people that are way outside your lane but play the game a lot slower and you'll be in a lot more competitive of a bracket at whatever your 
you're spinning. The more organized you are, the slower you take it, then the the more you can get for less in the game. But well, I know for like us being over on server 63, I've noticed some of the players that are, I guess the word is used nowadays is the legacy 63 players. Yeah. A lot or of legacy them, 62. Are you talking about the people well, that I'm going to say legacy 63 okay. because of who they were, but they, they, they took a different path than a lot of us. They invested mm -hmm. more into the researches than to get the ships. Well, they also had much worse packs in the stores, which yes. was a big point of contention. So, I loved Aaron's comment. Uh, first off, I like Mark's comment too. Try starting your car at 3 a.m. in a snowstorm without scraping the windows. <laughs> yeah. Requires a little bit of extra attention. A pot of coffee in a new window. Yeah. Same my, thing, Dan, though. You would coffee. expect your car to start if you walk out at 3 a.m. to go somewhere. This game seems the most buggy yet most expensive game I've played. Uh, I agree with that too. In a lot of cases, like I haven't put up with as many bugs in a game as I put up with in this one. But I stop, I take a step back from that and go, well, why am I putting up with it? Like, because I like the game. I like the game. I like the community. And as much as I want to whine about a lot of stuff in it, I'm still here. As as riveting as it is to watch my little green ship go after this little red ship, like this is this is where I'm at. So, uh, I enjoy the game. I like what's coming out in it. I love the community. So. I think that's why I'm here. If you look at look at all the, if you are ever feeling like this game is awful, um, go look at the comments on that video we put out on why the game's collapsing and look at all the people who quit. And almost everybody says that they quit because it's too much time. And the hardest part about quitting was they miss all their friends in the community. So if you're not involved with the community, it'd be a lot easier to quit. But I love the community. I'm not going to go just turn my back on the community so it hurts less when I quit. <laughs> so... Uh, that's about it. I know we went a little bit over on time, which we were a little bit less organized. It's been a crazy week. We'll be more organized next week for sure. But thanks for everybody who's come hung out with us. If we've got any questions, anybody wants to come up on the stage, if there's anybody in our audience on the Discord, I don't know if we have any. I've been looking. But if we got any we comments that you want to... Hmm? Everyone's watching it either on Twitch or YouTube, uh, so they are not in stage. How do you guys like that? I like that we pushed it to both platforms so that you guys can go check it out wherever you prefer to get your shows and we're going to go ahead and try to package this up i think what we're going to do from now on is try to get more organized on these shows and slice them up and push them out for people that even if you watched it live then you can go back and be like oh yeah i remember that part i really like that part and share it with people a little bit easier a lot of people aren't the uh mentality that are gonna watch an hour-long show even if it's packed full of information and uh we're gonna go ahead and slice it up try to push out for other people and keep the highlights up as well like You'll notice we didn't give 10 minutes heads up that the show was starting this week <laughs> because nobody's going to sit through all of that. Couldn't yeah, find the stream on Twitch. It should, alarm clock. should just be twitch.tv slash bhd8gaming. It should just be our normal channel on Twitch. I don't remember but, if you changed that one. Yeah, I think that's the problem. Is You're probably looking for Black Half Den 8 and we are bhd8 gaming over there. I think we're Black Half Den 8 on YouTube still. That's inconsistent. Um, so now I will go back to the faction information is uh posted under the video resources in a new channel called bajoran Do uh dominion resources thank you yeah, we've done a, a lot of stuff on there, our discord yeah we'll start moving stuff around cleaning it up whatever but well thank you uh, for all the help there we also have tiberius has come and hung out on our discord now so that's awesome um there was one other thing we did start uh playing with the ticketing system thanks uh, big smiley within 
Discord, you'll be able to submit a ticket, essentially, yes. to us. And what we're going to do is start tracking those or help. I, I don't want to say we're going to track them. We're going to help you track the tickets to Scopely. So we'll, we're just refining that process, and you'll have a ticketing system. And it will be announced on the Discord. Mm -hmm. Just so big old, should I call it half-dick Dan? <laughs> Dude, I love uh, that video. I love it. I'm going to go watch it again here in a minute. I love it. I love Dreamweaver and Chill. Y'all go check out his channel. If you ever want to laugh, I am not the only person he's done that to. He's done RevDuce and DJs and so many people. It's awesome. Is it considered a breach if you actually stream a video that he made of you? No. No, but I don't want to do that. Uh, I don't. I want y'all to go fun support because him. Because we could pause oh, it and really pick, a, pick you apart. We could. You we could really do like a Dan reacts right. to it, but it's not my first time. Yeah, he does good, man. It's really good. Like, he's got the microphone in front of him. He's got the room behind him. Um, is, is uh, The only thing my wife was like, oh, man, he didn't do your weird blinky thing, which is so many people that were like, Dan, are your studio lights like hurting your eyes? And I will say that for a long time, yes, they were. Uh, for a long time, I haven't been getting enough sleep, so I will brain fart in the middle of trying to do my videos. I'll be like, wait, what was I saying? And then I'll open my eyes again and go. So if anybody wonders why I blink like that, that's I want to know too. Um, I still I like strain. the whole hints about the just waiting for your NDA to be signed. Oh my gosh, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. I it's great. Go support him. I'm not. Yeah, dead. I love. It. Well, he he joined our first eight forward that we did, and he was like, "I'm here doing research." You never noticed. Uh, well. Good on you. Because my wife was even like, oh, I can't believe he didn't do that. And I was like, geez, wife. Like, you want to, like, phone him next time that he decides to do a, a parody of me? I think it's great. I feel like I've really made it now that uh, Dreamweavers picked apart my all my mannerisms. And some people were like, I actually learned something from that video. That's some good advice in there. I was like, yeah, my cousin's pretty good. So he presented himself. But uh, Lube, if he's still around here, he was like, you got a new nickname. <laughs> like, thanks. Appreciate it, but uh, yeah, that's, that's all I got. I'm not gonna waste anybody's time any further. I appreciate everybody coming to hang out. If there's any other questions or comments anybody wants to uh, toss out there, we'll address them real quick before we move on. We are not gonna be doing hanging with the half crew tonight. Uh, we're gonna look at maybe moving around, doing it another time, changing the format of it. Something, something about that. It's that's all a huge chunk of my time on a night that's great family night. So we're going to probably. Uh, switch. Oh, uh, David Johnson says link to video, please. You want to hook him up or you want me to real quick? Um, Actually, I, I think it's on my clipboard. Ah, still on my clipboard. I think so. I might. I don't know. Wait, don't go to that link yet. Let me check. <laughs> yes, that's it. Okay. Oh, even the background, man. And the, the opening. Gosh, so good. Go watch it. Yeah. Everybody who hasn't seen it, even if you have seen it, go watch it and go leave him a like and, and subscribe to that channel. It's awesome. But uh, yeah, I'm done. Send a ping up. Morning. Do what? Uh, Darren's asking if we're going to stay up till four in the morning. The answer is no. If so, it won't be on that. Which I think that we might, instead of having the the pressure of a full on live stream, we'll probably just host a Discord hangout where everybody can come hang out in a big old party and we'll go do whatever. Because um, the live streams are fun in the moment, but there's not a big reason for us to put them up on the the. Uh, the channel and stuff afterwards just no it's mostly just bsing and swearing yeah. with 
The next ISS yeah. Jellyfish Pursuit event. I don't remember seeing the Pursuit on the calendar. Did you, Welch? I know that you mm. keep up the calendar pretty well, too. So, I saw two Jelly Brawls, but... Yeah, I was going to say, there's two Jelly Brawls this month. Um, I didn't hear them say anything about that. Um, and it's not something I track anymore, unfortunately, since, since I got Since you mine. won? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like this past weekend, I think, there was like... There was exchange armadas going on for like three days straight, so I didn't even know if there was the, the skin event going on because I don't I don't read the the event calendars as much. Well, didn't uh, that guy stop making them to put out that were really cool ones? What's that? The oh, graphics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not um, you, Darren. It's me. They, I think DJ, somebody from DJ's uh, Discord, like posted one. They didn't do they're not he did there's they don't have somebody that does the um clips no. for the different things like some of the older stuff anymore because they do are canceling events occasionally and not telling anybody so hopefully that stops but still gonna take it day by day all right i'm gonna get off here yeah. and go chill with the fam and uh hope you guys have a great friday night and we'll see you in a week have a good one guys Everyone be well.